So, like, what happens to me when we're playing video games and I just die? Like, what? it's happened almost every single time. Every single time we play video games together, <laughs> we... Like, that's what happens to you. Man, you were fucking sawing logs the other day. <laughs> so, a little backstory is, like, every once in a while, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, DK and I, we sit down, and we're just like, let's stream some video games and hang out, and it's it's great. It's always a blast. Yeah, much like we're doing now. Like, we yeah. just, like, over Skype, we're going to hang out and just, like... Mm -hmm stream something and uh it's funny because this time it was uh, red dead redemption 2 and i literally just started that as well so i just thought it was super ironic that we both started this game near around the same time but um i got the schofield yeah, revolver at some by point, the way i just oh nice yeah nice nice i'm so far i i, I went and found the o'driscoll gang behind a um a doctor's office in valentine you hold him up he'll let you in the room and you steal all the money and kill everybody in there it's great yeah and then you get the schofield revolver yeah i just did that like yesterday really oh oh, oh okay. yeah <laughs> okay i must have i must have not seen the fucking gun <clears throat> oh it's in the box okay. man all right there was a, a okay, stack well, of cash though too <laughs> yes it was but at some point while we're doing this whether it's golf whether it's uh a last of us whether it's red dead redemption 2 I just black out, and it, I never know what's coming. I feel like I'm just present in conversation, and then I just wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm confused, and I'm lost, and I'm sideways. Like, I can't tell you how uncomfortable Dude. I was when I woke up. My body was like you this. You fell asleep. Like... It's like your bedtime story, eh? It's like I'm reading you Dr. Zeus or something, because it just puts you... <laughs> <laughs> Or what's that? I, that uh, that one book, kids. I love you forever, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I like you for always, <laughs> as long as you're living. I'm just. Oh. <laughs> and, and you, what you described snore wise too. I mean, like I definitely got some like sleep apnea, don't I? Like, dude, it yeah, it's coming. If it's not there now, it's coming. <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining but, but like, you. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, right? And, like, I can just kind of, like, kind of see. Like, you're on my coffee table, and I'm watching the big screen. Like, every, now and I, every time, every once in a while, I look down, you know, and you're watching, you know. and But then at some point in time, you kind of start to lean over a bit, and your mouth becomes more open than it does closed. You know, you're just, like, <laughs> zombie stare. Like, just a gape a little bit. Like, the jaw muscles are gone. <laughs> And then, and then all of a sudden, like I look over, you're like twisted up on a shoulder with your arm over your head and like your foot sticking out, and you're just like, <sighs> or that one time, like you legitimately like laid down and like tucked yourself in, like as if you're going to. Don't... And then you say to me, "Oh no, I fell asleep." Like you had a blanket on, and you're like laying on the side, and it's like tucked up to the chin, and you're staring, you know, with this blue glow up of your face television set eh? and then all of a sudden just <laughs> it starts like that it starts like that just like it's like aggressive like it's if somebody's chasing you in your sleep 
And I'm just like, hey, <laughs> hey, man. And I just hold the PlayStation button, beep, and just go to bed. <laughs> I'm just imagining you, like, closing your laptop, just going, all right, good night. <laughs> I was going to be like, hey, have a good night, Rylan. But then I was like, there's no point in saying that. Like, he's sleeping, and I just, like, didn't say anything. I just, like, closed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cue the music. buddy thanks man all right world's funniest podcast episode 37 dk we made it to 37 that's a lot yeah you know yeah how uh, was the first podcast of 2024 all jaeger's eve if you can can or can't remember yeah (coughs) i i remember you know what that wasn't that wasn't that bad i i i feel like we all kind of kept ourselves under control and uh no Dude, no one i mean i i can't I we've can been adults lately you know we've been at least i've been adults lately <laughs> i i can I, I feel like i've been more adult like i certainly i did a lot of adult things today i i tore up this apartment and started doing deep cleaning that i have been prevent or not doing since before christmas speaking of uh speaking of christmas though like how how was yours untraditional it was different yeah it yeah. was wild i remember i went elk okay. hunting that's right that's right like literally two days after you finished editing the podcast maybe a day after yeah. you just disappeared into the wilderness i was like okay i'm gone on a hunting i did i became the wilderness <laughs> like you, you saw that picture i sent you like on day eight yes you know my beard was like the longest it's ever been in my life like i I've, I've been kind of growing up my beard for the last few months anyways but like Go go like eight days without watching it, and there's like sticks showing up in there, and you know? <laughs> a bird's made its nest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Yeah, we uh, went elk hunting, like on a like I went like away, like like two and a half, two hours and two hours away from home. Right, and we were staying in this little like 100 square foot cabin in the middle of nowhere with like the only electricity we had was the generator to run like a hot plate and it was like wood stove and outhouse and yeah how how many of you? three three of you like including myself so we went on this big old elk hunt okay but it was a grind man um, nine days is how long we were there. 16th to the 24th. <clears throat> like every day I was just eating like nature Valley bars and like foot long subs and hot dogs and smokies <laughs> and like drinking like eight beers every night just cause there's nothing else to do but sit in the cabin and stare at each other. <laughs> right. And it was like, man, my tummy was 
upset. You know, like when I had my Christmas dinner, I was like, "This is what real food tastes like." <laughs> but uh, on the first day, the day before we could hunt, we saw like a herd of eighty, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Where, where did you? I've never seen. Where did you see a herd huh? of eighty of them? Like out in the field. Jesus, like. As a hunter, you're probably like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, I was like, let's fucking go. You know, like, we have this in the bag, bro. <clears throat> and we stop like a half mile away and they just take off running. Like, the entire herd and just gone. Like, <sighs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, where did all of a sudden, like, 80 elk just disappear to? You? So, uh, yeah. But uh, we started hunting and then. We didn't know what we were doing, so we kind of, like, tried to follow tracks and see if, you know, we followed. Like, we drove, like, a 1,000 kilometers one day just in the truck. Not a 1,000, sorry, like, but a few, you know, like a full tank for the gas. <laughs> Six hours worth. Right. Right. Just seeing if we can find these things. And, uh, yeah, eventually we decided to settle in a spot and just sit it out and be consistent. There was, like, elk sign everywhere, like. I took a video. I was just like walking down this cut line in the field, and there's just like feet prints, footprints, footprints, bed, like the shit, piss, footprints, like another shit. And it's just like, hey man, they're like in the area. So we sat there for four days. Well, not for four days, four days in a row. <laughs> Started at like seven in the morning until like 11. <laughs> went back to camp, had a smoky, soaked the fire. Went back out, sat like two until like five or six or whatever. And uh, yeah, on the last day, 8.30 in the morning on Christmas Eve, I'm sitting on the side of this bush in this cut line and I'm like on my little stool eh? and I'm just like sitting there freezing my ass off on the side of this bush. And I'm like, this is so lame. Like there's no elk here. Like I have now and then like later on, like as if I'm ever actually going to see an elk. <clears throat> And all of a sudden, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, that willow bush is, like, moving really weird. And I'm like, oh, so is that other willow bush. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I look at it through my scope, like, motherfucker, it is. Is that something out your window? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm like, motherfucker, all of a sudden, there's, like, there's elk there. And I'm like, man, that's a far shot. I don't know if I can make this shot. And I couldn't quite um, range it because my range finder wasn't working properly because it was foggy. So I could range it right. to 200. And I'm like, oh, it's way more than 200 yards. And, like, I know at 400 yards my bullet has a 15-inch drop. So I'm not, i am got to, like, aim, like, at the top. Of the, I'm aiming, like, over this elk. And I'm like, oh my god! And then I just like, I got I couldn't free stand shoot because it was like way too far away. So like I get up and I step on a stick and it sounds like I'm bringing down the entire forest. Like it sounds so loud, you know. <laughs> but like they can't barely see me. Like they're so far away, right? And there's this little wee pine tree and it's got like little like five feet, five feet, and it's got like two inch like trunk on it. And I just, like, put my hand on there, and I, like, rest my gun up on there, and I'm just, like, shaking. I'm like, oh, my God, this is insane. And I just kind of, like, 
took a Hail Mary shot, man. And I lost it in the scope. And I couldn't quite see if I had hit it. And then all of a sudden, they just, like, fucking scattered. And they're just, like, all gone. And I was like, bro, <laughs> that sucks. My cousin was sitting, like, a quarter mile away. And he, like, shit his pants. Because, like, he hadn't heard a gun go off in so long. And he was, like, so excited. You know, he basically comes, like, running up. He's like... What happened? Oh my god! I'm like, well, I just shot at some elk over there, and I gotta go check for blood. <clears throat> and we go, and we're looking, and we're looking, and I'm and I'm walking to the spot where I shot at it, <clears throat> and I'm like, there's no way, this is so far away, like there's no way that I even hit this thing. Like I must, I would have, I must have missed her by like a mile, cause I'm not seeing any blood or anything. And we're looking, and all of a sudden we see. A drop of blood just the size right. of my thumb. And I'm like, oh man, like I at least made contact. Like I at least hit this thing. And then we start to see a bit of a trail. I'm like, okay. We're just going to wait. Because like elk are notorious for like getting shot and then lying down and then just like getting up and running away for like five miles. You never see them again. So I don't want that to happen. Like the last thing I want to do is wound this thing. Right. So, like, I'm just going to wait, just in case it was a bad shot, and just a chance to maybe lay down. So my cousin walked back to where I was sitting, and he ranged me. <clears throat> and I was 365 yards away from where I took that shot. That's how far it was. <clears throat> Which is, like, a football field is 100 yards. It's, like, three and a half of those. And... uh yeah, so we started following it, and the trail got bigger and bigger and bigger. And there was this dead elk just clobbered up, like fell down, like knocked down a fence post. But yeah, only ran like 100 yards, right? So it was a good shot, you know? Actually, when we got in there and we were messing around, I noticed that I hit her in the liver and right. it split into two pieces. Did I show you that picture? I think so, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Or you, you either you either didn't, or you warned me that you were going to, and I was just like, "Bring it." Sent to you right now. Because <clears throat> why not? But anyways, so my cousin that had like the quad and the sled and like all the retrieval equipment. Oh Jesus! Literally, Christ. literally. Oh yeah, carnage, man. So my cousin that had all the stuff had literally left the day before. So we didn't have anything to get this elk out. So what we had to do was skin it, <clears throat> cut it into pieces, and put it into game bags, and carry it out of the bush. Which was like three quarters of a mile. <clears throat> it took us six hours to get out of the bush. We had to pack, carry this thing out one piece at a time. That's insane. Mm. Six hours. Yep. That's the one thing, too, is, like, you're out there for, like, eight, nine days. And, like, the weather cooperated with pretty much all of Canada up until recently. Dude, we were so lucky. It could have been this cold living in that shack, man. I would have just been, like, hiding in there. Just, you know, just, like, <laughs> no, I'm not going outside. I'm too scared. Like, this is, I will die if I go outside today. <laughs> You, 
<laughs> Never mind anything living your, in your beard. It would just be fall. ice. But yeah, that was it. That was my Christmas. And then, yeah, that was on Christmas Eve and went and ate a couple hams and stuff. And here we are. Fast forward a few days after that. And right. now we're New Year Who Dis, you know? Yeah, new, 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 <laughs> definitely Who Dis. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, mine was, was pretty standard as well. I, I got my son at Christmas time this year. It happened. There was no Christmas ending blizzard COVID uh, snow apartment fiasco. Uh, mm, yeah, that was aggressive. And, you had COVID then last year too. Mm-hmm. The COVID, COVID waited till after Christmas for me this year, thank God. Thank God. Although, like, the week leading up to Christmas, I felt like shit. Like, I was like, oh, something's coming. I just, I can feel it. My body doesn't want to do what it normally does. I'm feeling all congesty. Like, but it, it, it staved off. No, uh, Christmas was good, though. Like, having my kid for Christmas was fantastic. The opening of the presents uh, was great. Mad Dog Mick Holly stopped by, and we had a cool moment with wrestling belts with my kid. Who? Sick Uncle like, Mick. So like this, that's right. Um, my kid got a toy wrestling belt for Christmas like two years ago, and from that point on, gave zero shits about that <laughs> toy. Wrestling has not been something I've been able to get him into almost at all. But uh, on this day, Christmas day, <laughs> um, Mick comes over and Mick's girlfriend. She had messaged me uh, probably in, like, October and just asked me about the wrestling belt that I bought myself. And I was like, yeah, I got it off Amazon. It's kind of a rep- it's a re- it's a replica, so it's not, like, perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm happy with it. Um, and I guess she had wanted to get Mick one for Christmas. So I led her to the Amazon p- portion that I was looking on for these things. And then she's like, do you think you could ask him what his favorite one is and have him not think that I'm going to get him something for Christmas? And I'm like, yeah, he's a man. So I just texted him like, hey, what's your favorite wrestling belt of all time? Shoots back nice. an answer right away. None the wiser. She she looks on Amazon. She's not convinced about these like third-party companies because she's had bad experiences on Amazon with them before. And truth be told, like me getting that wrestling belt from Pakistan – was one of the most strenuous things I've ever had to order and deal with and pay for. It was just it was stressful. But you cracked so it like, open. Is it, the other if options? you cracked it open, was it full of opium? <laughs> <laughs> Would I be here if it was? <laughs> True. Um, so she's like, what are my other options? I'm like, well, you could go off the WWE website, but like they make them custom there. They're like five hundred, six hundred dollars. Um, so you might like if you're you're not looking to spend that much money, you might want to just go with the Amazon thing. Well, she shoots back the receipt to her purchase, the eight hundred dollar wrestling belt that she got my, my buddy Mick. So he has no idea. A couple days before Christmas, he opens this thing. Cut to Christmas Day. I guess he wanted to bring it so I could see it too. And I have I have mine. He has his. And for the first time, Hendrix goes, guys. Guys, I have one too. And he runs in his room and he comes out wearing it like we were wearing those ones. And I was like, oh my God, this is a Christmas miracle. He finally gifts the <laughs> shit. On this day, Christmas day. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on the internet. That was, so, that was a cute picture. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably my favorite Christmas picture of all time. So, and it was yeah, it was it was a great time. We ended up watching movies. Both of us passed out by by eight o'clock. Actually, I got a good story for you. We ordered pizza okay, from Circle K. They're they're, they're competing with Seven Eleven on the on the pizza front here in the Circle K. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, like we don't have Seven Eleven out here, so like. Circle K is all we've got, and I guess, yeah, they're adding all the food in. Well, I've never ordered a 7-Eleven pizza before, but, you know, needless to say, Christmas Day, nothing's open, right? And he didn't want any of what I had. He was like, no, I really want pizza. I'll it's just Christmas. i this holiday like, ham. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, <Just> unmatch these <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I didn't make Christmas dinner. Are you crazy? I knew better. <laughs> so <laughs> I order this pizza from Circle K through, I think, Skip or DoorDash or whatever. And it cost me 20 bucks for two pizzas. And I'm imagining they're like a personal sized pizza. So I got two. These were big fucking pizzas. No. <laughs> and like, like, you, like a large? Oh, yeah. They're. Like a little bit over a medium, like like a fifteen inch pizza, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I figured like I get one for him, one for me. We're both happy. Like we couldn't kill both those pizzas. We tried. You, we've yeah, been eating junk food you. all day. Every God pizza sakes. is a personal pizza if you try hard and believe in yourself. That's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I Good ate man. it the next day, um, but <laughs> uh, the pizza wasn't bad. It wasn't fucking bad. Like the sauce tasted like nothing and the cheese was like gooey and whatever, but pizza's pizza, man. Like, I feel like it's hard get, to fuck a pizza. Like prosciutto up. and morel mushrooms or what? <laughs> Beta goat cheese? Pepperoni. You know? Oh yeah. That's what I figured. No, you, you definitely know how I eat pizza, but not my, my kid would, he would look at a mushroom and go like, why'd you do that? No, like, I was like, I was curious about like what kind of options they got at the old Circle K Pizza Hut, you know? <laughs> cheese and pepperoni, baby. That's it. They don't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, I've never had food from 7-Eleven that was like not in a wrapper already. Like that didn't have a UPC on it. The only thing that I had from 7-Eleven that was like a hot food was like a hot dog one time. And that was because like somebody gave it to me. Like they, I don't, maybe that's weirder. I don't know. <laughs> Here, do you want this hot dog from Seven Eleven? It was kind of like that. It was like, yeah, I was going golfing with this guy. He's like, yeah. "Hey, I brought you a hot dog." I'm like, "Oh, sick!" And, like, what the fuck? and know, how was, was that? Mostly cheese and hot. There was like no no mustard on it or nothing. It was just like a cheese dog. I don't know who makes this guy's hot dogs, but I didn't get any condiments. Like they must have been out that day. But I don't know. It tasted like it tasted like I don't know. <laughs> what do you expect it to taste around like fucking what do you think you'd taste like if you rolled around on fucking metal rollers for 16 hours like <laughs> you know you kind of have to put the cheese on to soften up the wiener <laughs> the bun was no, it could have been worse the bun oh, could have been worse the bun was oh, definitely God. fresh that week <laughs> not that day okay all right so as I mean, fresh like, as Dempsters can be. Long, long story short, um, well, 
you know, tempsters. No I think that's too high class for a 7-Eleven hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I'd give it a 3 out of 5 for the, the Circle K pizza. Like, just over a pass. Like, it wasn't anything that, like, blew my world. But, like, I think it, it blew my world because um, I expected it to be much worse. And my son's, like, four. So he sits beside me. And he's like, this is the best pizza we've ever had. And I'm like, you're delusional, but that's okay. Was it like that canteen pizza? I'd say it's below that. I'd say a little bit below that. You know what? Yeah. Like, it's like You, it's like you know delicious. what I mean when I mean, like, canteen pizza. Like, it was just like, it's like so cheesy. Yes. This wasn't quite that. It was like if you put a Delicio through a, a pizza. Did your high school canteen have, um, oh, really? It had, like, Delicio crust and stuff? Like, did the crust uh, look it, good? It, it, yeah, the crust looked good, and it, it that's what it reminded me of while I was eating it. Like, a, But, I mean, when you make it in a convection oven, it's not the same as putting it through a pizza oven, right? So <clears throat> I'm also, like, just imagining, like, just cheese. Like, just... It, not as cheesy as you would think, but... The cheese was gooey and stringy, and it's, you know, what you want. Was there, was there fat sitting on top of it? Is there grease on top no, of pizza? No, maybe. May, may, maybe. That's the best. Maybe. I, it's been weeks now at this point. You know, I'm so really not even asking. I'm, I'm kind of no, not even uh, asking you questions anymore. I'm interrogating you at this point, like it seems. <laughs> 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 right? Like, light my eye, like, who oh, does number two work for? <laughs> Um, but no, I, I, if you're, if you want to, you know, get crazy one night, give it a try. I mean, you guys got some circle K's, don't you? Dude, I got circle K's and seven elevens. If I want, I could door dash a pizza from both places right now and do a live sample before the show's over. Not going to do it. We should do, we, no, <laughs> we should do that one episode. Like we should, just like have, <laughs> we should pick each other. We should just dash. each. Each just like, yeah, man, that would be sick. Just order each other dinners, give each other a budget, and then skip it to arrive at each yep. other's houses at the same time. And be like, here's a surprise meal from a restaurant you didn't want to order from. <laughs> dude, if you do, give me Indian food. Get you some. Uh, you think we have Indian food in Napanee? No, I said, get me Indian food. You got like <laughs> you know, pita pit? Yeah. Pita pit's Indian, isn't it? Or is that Greek? Oh, yes. Right. That's that's definitely. I mean, like, it's Greek. It's Greek. I'm not even gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> but yes, I would definitely get you Indian. Definitely. I don't um, like it though. I, I honestly like. <laughs> <laughs> you you would look at the Napanee skip the dishes and be like, he's had everything here, at least twice. Oh yeah. You'd, I know you well enough to know you'd order me some, like, oh, Dairy Queen garlic. No, I'd just get you, like, a $35 ice cream cake. That's the only thing I would order you. Dude, I did that one time. I did. Oh, I was stoned off my ass, and I spent $35. You did, I know. We... For some guy to skip me, a, like, an ice cream cake from, like, across town. Like, because the, the one that was close to me didn't have ice cream cakes. So you had to come from, like, a ways... At like 11 at night, because I'm like, man, I would stab somebody for an ice cream cake right now. 
So instead of stabbing someone, I just spent $35 on Skip the Dishes, which I did eat, by the way. Not all in one sitting. paid them. But I had a slice of ice cream cake every day for, like, the next two weeks. (laughs) So you spread it out. It's not a bad investment. They say it takes the doctor or keep... It it brings the doctors. Does it keep the doctor away? My ice cream cake brings all the doctors to the yard. They're like... (laughs) I don't know. That's that's not a good that's not a good joke. Stop, stop eating it. <laughs> All right. All right, DK. Being that it is uh the new year, I decided that uh we uh we should have some fun and we should over under some stuff. So I sat down yesterday oh, with Kyle. Oh, oh Do you have on. any before we get into that, do you have any new any uh, New Year's revelations? Oh, yeah, that's on the list, too. Jeez. Yeah, goals for 2024. Um, Like, me and you kind of discussed before I blacked out the other night that, like, at the end of the year last year, I was kind of... No. Well, we oh, talked okay. about... Well, I mean, like, we talked about something. I'll, I'll get into it. Okay. Um, We kind of talked about how uh, I was going to, like, cut my, my ex- excess down a little bit and just try and live some normal lives and rediscover how much I loved weed. Not hard to do. And that's been a real big... No, no, doesn't take much. And it's been a success so far. I mean, like, I'm not not going to drink on this show because why? tradition. This is the show to do it on. (laughs) But, like, I just... I don't need to talk about the wrestling news or the sports news of the month and have, like, four White Claws in me. So, and honestly, I'm I'm eating vitamins... I'm, you know, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping on the couch right now, which I do need to change. But that, that's part of the cleaning of the. Where were you sleeping before? In my bed. You say like you, you say that like you've upgraded to the couch. No, no, the upgrade would definitely be moving back into my bedroom. But I go through these weird spurts. I think it's the Christmas tree, where I like all the lights while I'm sleeping. So <laughs> I just like to sleep where the Christmas tree is. And I'm not taking it in my room this year, so at some point this thing's got to come Oh, down. yeah, that's right. Didn't you have two yet. last year? You just set it up in your room so you could look at it. No, oh, it was just the one. It was once I was done with it in the living room, I'm like, I don't really want this to come down. I just moved it into my room. You just love falling asleep in front of the Christmas tree, right? Yeah. It brings me warm. You should just memories. get a Christmas tree nightlight. Honestly, say, on and say Amazon, it's for your kid. There you go. He never sees that, it. It's in my room. I almost convinced you right there. You're like, that's a good excuse. For that <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on Amazon right now. Yeah. I'll send you one with your ice cream cake. <laughs> Other than that, though, like, I don't know. Like, I'm. Everything's kind of going okay right now. Like, I don't really want to, like, tempt the waters by saying I'm going to do something. Like, I could say I'm going to get into shape. But I'm going to start to walk to work more often, and that's about it. Like, I'm not joining the gym this year. It's just, it's not in my budget, and I don't like working out by myself. That's when I feel like the whole, if I go to a gym by myself and hit on that, like, elliptical or treadmill or whatever, I just feel all the eyes of everyone just turn slowly and stare at me until I'm nothing but the focus of everyone. And that's probably something I need to work on. <laughs> but And in reality, nobody even notices. In reality, there's probably no one else in the gym. <laughs> yeah but I don't want to make myself a bunch of promises that 
at the end of the year, I'm going to look back on and be like, I didn't do any of that. So I'm just starting small and making small improvements and trying to, you know, push myself in the right direction to, you know, if I, you know, halfway through this year, I decide, okay, well, I've cut my drinking back a little bit. I want to, you know, quit smoking. Then maybe I come to that decision when I come to it. Right now, though, it's not happening. Um, but what about you? What about you? Do you have any New Year's resolutions or revelations? <laughs> I have a few, yeah. They're not a lot different from last year. You know, there's things that I want to do, and I try not to set, like, real defined goals because I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know, maybe that's denial or whatever, but <clears throat> there's just things that I want to do more of, right? I want, I got to get back into, like, I was in a pretty good, <clears throat> but at the same time, uh, last year, I was in pretty good shape, and uh, which I'm I'm still not in bad shape, but I need to get back to that. Had some issues with my feet getting old, man. Got fucking custom orthotics and shit because my feet are fucking flat as shit. So like I couldn't run for a while, and like my ankle has been bothering me for like I don't know, like four months, uh, something like that. Like it still bothers me, but not as bad. <laughs> Right, so I'm trying to, to I started running right. again a little bit. I ran half a mile yesterday, on the treadmill with my orthotics and my and my and my back feels a lot better too. So, um, <clears throat> my feet feel better, my knees feel better, my back feels better when I have them on. So I just got to get used to them because they're still a little bit. Uh, my feet still aren't 100 percent used to them. <clears throat> but yeah, so doing that, getting back in the fitness routine. Actually worked out with a buddy on Monday nights at my house. So uh, comes over after work. And then we uh, go downstairs and fucking beat the shit out of the rowing machine and lift. <laughs> like, <a f> sorry, <laughs> when you before you said the rowing machine, I was I was like, is it Fight Club in your basement? Oh yeah, you we just <laughs> beat the shit know, out of each other. No belts, no shoes, you know. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not like a fight. We're just, uh, you know, put on some some songs that and suck but have good beats per minute, you know. And then just start, you know, lift right. lift four or five heavy weights and just like balance on bosey balls and shit like that, you know. And just it's it's uh, it's good. We're gonna try to help each, keep each other motivated because we both gotta uh, make some changes on that. So it's nice because I'm amped about doing it again next right. week. I'm amped about uh, I'm gonna work out again tomorrow. So I'm gonna do every other day sort of thing. <clears throat> but um, right, try to be consistent. Right, progress over perfection. So there's that one, which is in effect. And, um, yeah, I, don't know, I, want, I, want, I gotta play my guitar more. I gotta practice more. I gotta read more. I wanna read 10 books this year. So I'm thinking I'll just wait until, like, October and I'll just read them all then. Um, and I'm just joking. No, I just, I, I, I'm just ready to just <laughs> take a sabbatical uh, just to finish this personal goal of mine. Uh, I, I, it's, it's not impossible. I know a I know a podcaster who reads fifty two books a, a, a year. That's a book a week, dude. There's people, there's people that fucking crush books. And like if you think about it, if you sat down and like if all you did was read for eight hours, you would be surprised how much of a book you can finish in eight hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. either that or you would be surprised at how slow of a reader you are. Right. So it's either like fuck, I'm stupid, <laughs> or man, I crushed it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I haven't decided. There's no in between. No, there's not. There's not. So yeah, I try to bring him with me when I'm on the road, because then I like there's nothing on TV in hotels anyways. But yeah, we'll see how she goes. I read um, three last year, maybe four. Okay. So that's better than the year before that, which was I'm gonna, negative. I'm gonna make four. note of that. I think I unread some books the year before. Uh, <laughs> but no, just kind of shit like that. I forgot more about that book than I ever right? knew. Oh, hundred percent. So I try to put like a reminder in my cal in my calendar though, like on the first of every month, just to um, even though like I'm not serious about like. If I don't work out, this is gonna be the end of the world. You know, like ah, you know. I'm not like opposed to failure, um, but I would uh, I would like to put like I put like a reminder in my calendar for the first of every month, just to like take two minutes to think about it, and be like, oh man, I haven't done any of this shit. You know, that way instead of feeling guilty at the end of the year, I can do it twelve times throughout the year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh good, I still haven't done anything about this. You know, <laughs> like oh, oh, look at me. You know, holding myself unaccountable for these things. Uh, but, uh, yeah. That's about I it. I think the thing <laughs> with working out, too, is, like, that's fair. <laughs> I think the thing with working out, too, is, like, everybody goes into it like, I have to be the rock. I have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, eat 12 pounds of shrimp, and then go to the gym for, you know, another eight hours. Like, you don't. You know, you don't Gross. need to go at it that aggressively. It could be something. Who eats shrimp before a workout? I don't know. Like, I the guy's I... cheat meals look amazing. Um, yeah, he, and they always like look like twelve pancakes. <laughs> but no, like just like go go for a walk, like you said, go for a run. Like it's it, start like that and see which what you want to do next, or get some dumbbells or whatever, like. I, I can't speak on this because I, I walking to work is my exercise. Yeah, pro- progress, not perfection, man. Um, what was I doing? Like, in the past, like, after my second knee surgery, I <laughs> I really, really spent a lot of time going to physio. I really learned a lot right. about building a routine. And it's like holding yourself accountable, starting small, working your way up, being realistic, have a, and have a routine. You know, all this kind of stuff that, like, helps you be more consistent with it. So, but in the mm-hmm. past, dude, I would just, like, every year, like, maybe, like, once or once every two years, you know, even when I was a younger man, I'm like, that's it, get in shape this year, fuck it. And I'll, like, buy myself a Snap membership, and I'll be like, go, and I'll go hard. You know, I'll go, like, th- three, four times a week for, like, six weeks, you know. And I'll just be in there, like, ah, lifted heavy shit. Yeah. And, like, I'll have really good, like, results. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll just, like, hurt myself. And I'll, like, slip on ice or something like that. And, like, pull, like, a knee or, like, all of a sudden, like, have this injury. And it's like, fuck, now I'm going to take a break. And I just, like, never go back. (laughs) 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 It's just, like, you know, maybe, like, three months later, I'm still paying for the membership. And I'm, like... I need to cancel this. I'm not going back there. Like, maybe next year. You know, I'll give myself a year or two to heal, you know, and then get back into the game, you know? It's like a strange I'm just something. imagining, I'm imagining, like, you 
you stop at one of these snap fitnesses and you're like well i can't just go back eight months later so i'm gonna start with this one over here and it's just these snap fitness employees that know you for like six weeks at a time and they're always just wondering like did he die like Dude, what, what uh, happened that man guy? if i had like five bucks for every single person in my life that I became like a strong acquaintance with and then like slowly slipped away into the ether, I'd be fucking retired. <laughs> I would be retired. Dude, like, you know how many like open mics I'd go to on like a fucking like a Wednesday at like nine o'clock at night or something and then like go like regularly for like eight weeks and just like become friends with everybody and like know all the bartenders and stuff like that and also just like something comes up and I just like don't go anymore. Like the you know lots. There's dude. There's lots of people <laughs> lots. that I used to see weekly that I don't even know anymore. If you ever think about that, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, I, I know your friend Morgan, right? Okay. But I don't know him. You know what I mean? I've, we've we've been on stage at the same time singing a song with your buddy Ben, but I don't know him. <laughs> like, I have them on Facebook. Yeah, like this core group, like that, like that <laughs> group of people. Like I've known them for like a while now, like five years. But like before that, like when I was like transient, you know, always living in a different spot of the city, you know, <laughs> just a drifter. <laughs> I say transient, but it's like I had stuff, you know. I just like had to move it out of my apartment all the time. I moved like nine times in thirteen years, bro. He lives yeah. in his guitar case. Not because they owe people money. <laughs> no, that was my thing. <laughs> yeah, that was what you call a forced opportunity. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. <coughs> I hope we talked about what we wanted. Out of here to... as... Oh man, yeah. Fuck, do you ever think about that anymore? But about what? About like leaving Winnipeg. It comes and it goes. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's plenty of things and pe- like things about that place and people. Obviously, yourself, Kyle, all my friends. I'm, I'm like, I'm coming in August for Mostly a wedding. Me. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of you, a lot of you. Um, no, me. Honestly, I feel like me and you have become even closer in the time that I've been away than we ever were while I was there. We were close. Don't get me wrong, but like, we've become like real tight in the last few. Years. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, but w- every time I've come back, there's been like reasons. Obviously, like having a kid out here—that's that's the big and the the only thing, right? Like I, I, but I think about it in a sense that like it was the first chapter of my life, and it was an extended chapter. It was a long one, but I've kind of gotten to the point it was now a where prologue. Like, unless, yeah. Exactly. Um, and so is this. So is Napanee. Like, Napanee's chapter one, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, it's not the end goal. It's not the where, where I want to be in my life. But I look back on the time there, and I'm like, there's so many reasons that I wouldn't live in a big city anymore. Like, I could live in a smaller city, you know, but, like, Winnipeg is so much more like Toronto than it ever was that it just, when I was there, I, it's just flabbergasted me the entire time. Even going to Kingston, just down down here, 45 minutes from where I'm at, like, it's nothing like Winnipeg. 
it's it's small it still has small town feel a small town feel to it you know what i mean um but as for like thinking about it yeah it comes up it comes up i think about the times in my life and the certain mistakes i've made but like you learn from that shit right this is yes. the most inspirational our podcast has ever been world's we're talking about world's most goals. realist podcast like, <laughs> we're getting deep here <laughs> Oh, no, man, I gotta say, though, like, good for you, though, for just, like, having patience, you know, and patience in, like, when you look back at, like, how life has been and just, like, how you realize that that was, like, the prologue and then that now you're in chapter one, but you know that, like, chapter two will happen at some point in time, like, just good for you and having patience and, like, enjoying chapter one. Because <clears throat> that's a hard thing to do. Because everybody always wants to get to the next chapter. I look at, I look at it like this. Yep. <laughs> right and i we were everyone's guilty of that right like that's not that's not just you or anyone else or me like everyone's guilty of that but like the thing too is like i look at it like there's an accomplishment here like i in uh, the end of july will be seven years cleanish you know what i mean like seven years off the off the off the powder yes um and that's an accomplishment. Like I did that by myself. No one else. Like I, I, I had the opportunity to come here, but I had to do the work. I had to not associate mm. with people I knew who were doing stuff like that. I had to put it out there that that's why I was here because otherwise I would have fallen right back into the same trap. And that's, yeah. that to me is an accomplishment is I had to re re start in more than just, you know, it's a fresh place. I had to restart who I was as a person. Right. Because who I was as a person at the end there in Winnipeg was not, could not do the things that I do now. I could not be a parent in that state of mind. I could not hold a job down properly in that state of mind or, or even a life down. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't pay bills or rent because every time I, you know, needed a fix, I, I literally made the joke to my drug dealer one time. Here's my... Uh, house payments and he just laughed at me and handed me a bag you know what i mean yeah i see that i see that and like you are in like in lots of ways a different person right and like to be fair i probably would be as good as friends with like the other version of you that you were or 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 like like maybe we haven't had the maybe like we wouldn't have the same opportunity to become as close as we have now is what i'm saying right and there was definitely even in the in-between time, like, where I had to kind of, like, yeah, figure out how to live without that. And now that I've figured out how to live without that, I could, I, I look back on, like, if I ever went back in this place, even in the place that I'm at now, I would yeah. worry too much about falling yeah. back into that. You know what I mean? So now it's, uh, you know, onward and, and moving forward. And, uh, I'm, I'm like again the the seven year anniversary like that that's gonna hit me hard I think this year it is it's, it's a big number you know it, it's not it's not quite double digits but it's over it's a, a big half number. a decade yeah and I remember a, a decade or half a decade hit me hard too but yeah. anyway who gives what uh, who's the fuck about any of that shit anyways like. <laughs> life story. <laughs> Let's talk about a bunch of people who were definitely on cocaine. Um, DK, we are going to over-under guitarists. 
I have a list of guitars here that we're going to go through before we hit our uh, annual headlines. And I hope you're excited and I hope you're ready. Here we go, DK. Over under guitarists. Number one, Paul Stanley. From Kiss. Yes. Guy's goofy looking, eh? You ever look at him? <laughs> yes. Yes. I've yeah, seen a lot like, of I couldn't this quite year. pinpoint it, so I was like Googled him like, man, this man looks like, like exactly <laughs> like a horse. Um that's <laughs> why they wore the makeup and they're really ugly dudes yeah well i'd wear i'd wear makeup too you know i don't know he's all right <laughs> okay all right so push so would you over or under probably i think i think push kiss okay. is overrated right. in like general it. yeah I, they got like six Dude, okay songs. so that's kiss the, is all good party band unless you're trooper you know yeah but uh <laughs> ultimate, ultimate party <laughs> band right and like they say like you cannot like kiss and go to kiss concerts still have a good time and that's fine but like what are you actually selling in music are you marketing yourself because that's no more different than like three of a dead man and nickelback because they're just following the formula so it's the same formula i don't know that's, that's too not, deep it's, that's that's it's <laughs> too deep but i push i say push Okay. <laughs> I'm also I'm also gonna push him. I like I, while I, you know, I, I have those six songs. Like aside from those, which and all of those, don't get me wrong, are timeless songs. That's the, that's. <coughs> something something. And every day. Um. <laughs> moving on, Eddie Van Halen. Dude. Underrated. Okay. Dude, All right. when Eddie Van Halen died, I listened to everything Van Halen did, like chronologically from start to finish. I li- like I in right. like I was driving that week and I listened to every Van Halen album from start to finish. What What did you think of that Gary Sharon one? I like Van. I like Eddie Van Halen better. But <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, the guy is crazy what he does to guitar. Like what the fuck. And at the time, too, like, 79, their first album, no one was doing that. No. They were insane. All right, so underrated. I'm going to go with a push. Uh, I like some Van Halen. I don't like it all. I I think he's held in high regard, and well, and deservingly so, but I don't think I'm enough of a fan to say uh, he's underrated. Moving on. Brian May of Queen. He's probably a little underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's an excellent right. guitarist. He's also like a astrophysicist, I believe, as well. Yeah, that's wild. That like, how do you have time? <laughs> Your Queen's just, guitarist. Just be good at guitar and never have to practice. <laughs> It's fair. It's fair. Um, he's so good. He doesn't I, I practice. Will... He just does astrophysics in his spare time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think he's a little underrated. I think that, again, timeless riffs. And... Riffless times. You know, like, while... <laughs> We're in riffless times, my friend. <laughs> we are. We are. 
<laughs> that's what the episode's called. Riffless yeah, times. That's it. That's it. We're in riffless times. These be riffless times. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> so dumb. I think people look at Queen like it's Freddie Mercury, but without Brian May there in the guitar spot, I think that they're a different band and they're not as highly regarded. So I agree with you, underrated. Um, Angus Young of ACDC. I don't know. You know, I always say <clears throat> there's an advantage to being short, right? And that's you can never look down on anybody. You know, Angus Young was not a big man. <clears throat> Could play the fuck out of the guitar, though. Um, I'm going to say Push. I'm going to say Push because, like, I personally think ACDC is overrated. I think, I think they're just, like, right. been played too many times in my head. Every once in a while, I'll be in the mood for an ACDC song. When I'm in the mood for an ACDC song, that's okay. the only thing that fits. You know, unless it's this easy top song, but uh, they're interchange. They could be interchangeable, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but maybe it's the fact that Stephen King used them to do Maximum Overdrive, and I hated that movie. But uh, okay, no, I think he's an excellent guitarist. I think I'm gonna push him. Um, but ACDC's overrated as fuck. Okay. Jimi Hendrix. Dude, I want to say Push because I think Jimi Hendrix is idolized as one of the greatest guitar players in the world. And I think that he should stay there at the top. All the innovation that that guy was able to throw into an eight-year career, people still study that guy. How did he do it? How did he play with his teeth? How did he play behind his back? Like Yeah. But the thing is though, that's not overrated. And neither is it underrated because no. people recognize it for what it was, which was insane. So I gotta give him All a right. push. Well we're both pushing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um David Gilmore. Dude. Fucking David Gilmore slaps, man. I wanna say underrated is balls. Like he's and inc- like everything, like you listen to Pink Floyd, and the shit that that guy played on the guitar, man, just his ding 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 ding, oh, uh, revolutionized guitar playing in a different way. Like he, his approach to sound was totally different than everything else that was going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree with you, hundred percent. Underrated. I looked at a, a list of uh, two hundred and fifty. Uh, which, which, by the way, I did not write down 250. Um, we'll be here for a while. 250, <laughs> uh, I, I looked at the list of 250, and he was like 36th. And I'm like, how? This guy changed music. Like, again, when it comes to Pink Floyd in general, I always go back to Dark Side of the Moon was on the like top charts for 16 years. Like, how, how do you how do you argue that he's not in the top ten at, at least top five in my yes. opinion? But no, I I'm I'm with you. Underrated. The thing about Jimmy Page. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. The thing about um, Pink Floyd, though, when you think about Led Zeppelin, when you think about 
ACDC, when you think about um, Eric Clapton, the cream, anything Eric Clapton, it's all lead guitarist focused. Like the music is like set up for the lead guitarist. Pink Floyd wasn't like that. It was just no. fucking entwined everywhere. That's that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, J- Jimmy Page. <clears throat> oh yeah, I had push. You know, I think Jimmy Page is incredible. Like, I, he's insane. And like, I always watch the. Uh, you ever watch Don't Get Loud? With, like Jimmy Page and like Jack Black and The Edge. I I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but uh, I've heard good things. Yeah, like man, the stuff that guy does in guitar is crazy. And just like where they talk about how they found their sound and like all that kind of stuff. No, I think he's regarded as okay. one of the greatest okay. guitar players in the world. He's extraordinarily technical. Like he played for the Yardbirds and like all that kind of stuff, like as a studio musician for years. <coughs> right. So he knows his way around his guitar. Uh, okay. I agree with you, Push. I don't think anyone could honestly. I think the only person who might say that he's overrated would be Kyle. And uh, there's a reason why he's not on this episode. I didn't want to have to fight him. Um, Moving on to Eric Clapton. Uh, If you don't mind, I'm going to start with this one. I've kind of always thought that he was overrated. Really? Don't get me wrong. I love some Cream songs. I love some Derek and the Domino stuff. Um, But, like, I just, I've always kind of felt like people hold him in in this such a high regard. And just his music... Is just always been just okay. Has always just been okay for me. I yeah. Um, I just don't really like. I wonder, do you have a different opinion? Like, I kind of think he's a douchebag. You know. (laughs) So I don't know. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. Always jealous of Jimmy. Like just. (coughs) All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Carlos Santana. No one can resist the musical stylings of Carlos Santana. He's underrated, man. <laughs> Got some good licks. The one of my favorite stories about uh, him is I don't know who he got it from, but during Woodstock, right before he went out, somebody gave him acid, and that whole performance he does at Woodstock is just him on acid and that is incredible the fact that you're able to pull that off i've done acid okay you wouldn't be if you weren't on acid though either that's for sure (laughs) if you're on acid and all you do is pick up guitars it's fair i don't don't play them too (laughs) that's true i don't know if i'm gonna have an opinion on this next one um, Jeff Beck. I'd say underrated. He's got some real, really, yeah. Yeah, he's good stuff. Okay. Okay. That's all I really have to say about Jeff Beck. All right. All right. <laughs> um, he's underrated. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Keith Richards. Ah, oh, man. I love Keith. You know, but the only thing that about Keith though 
is people often forget about Brian Jones. Okay. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you know, and like he's brought brought a unique a unique approach to the guitar. Different way of playing it. Like Keith Richards could play the guitar and make it like imitate like a a horn section. Um <clears throat> and the whole uh open G kind of tuning, you know. He's got his own kind of way about it. Uh, but I think, so I think Keith is a push because I don't think, I think he's a good guitar player, but I think he's also really good at doing drugs. <laughs> but Brian Jones, he's got, you know, like, he's in there quite a bit. Like, he's got some pretty good stuff. And, like, he's kind of a rock, you know? Okay. All right. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to agree with you on giving him a push. I think that much like Angus Young, much like I would even say Brian May, um, when you hear a Stone song, you know it's a Stone song from the opening riff. Even if you're not a fan of the Stones yeah. and you just have a, an idea as to what they sound like, you can tell. Like we reviewed their, their newest album this year or last year. Um, it sounded like a Stones album. Yeah, they could have. They didn't have to make it though. So, no, no, definitely not. All right, this one's gonna be interesting. Like I agree with, I agree with the Beatles releasing their newest album <laughs> more than more than uh, more than the Stones. Okay, all right, that's the Stones just did it because they still can't sit still. <laughs> right. I, well, I think Mick Jagger's got like a nine-year-old, so yeah. Yeah. Guy runs like fucking 10 kilometers a day. Insanity. Insanity. Um, okay, the next one's going to be interesting uh, for both of us. Dan Arbuck. I think he's underrated. I think he's a really good guitar player. I think he's a sound, sound engineer. Yeah. You know, like... The stuff that he does, like he's an incredible music writer, and he just has like a real kind of like biker gang kind of almost approach to, to like music, you know. I, I always think of like you know like the guys in like the white shirts and the leather jackets, like Grease, like that kind of attitude. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> And yep. he's got that. I, like, do, I love I what do. he does. I with, think like, that if you the, look sorry, at with like sorry, the harmonica microphone, like uses that for vocals and shit. I don't know. I think it's fun and like it's basic. It's not. There's not a lot of guys in that band. Like two guys and a bass player typically. And like he's right. like uh, he has a, has a recording studio in his house. Like he built like like a, a twelve foot like subfloor and like insulated it and all that kind of stuff. So that, like, you wouldn't even hear, like, cars drive by in the traffic outside. Like, the whole, like, basement was, like, soundproof. That's cool. Dan Arbuck, for me, is, like, if you look at how different Brothers Al Camino are from, Brothers and Al Camino are from Turn Blue, like, the man's a genius. I think about, and, it, like, it's not even, like, the hits Turn off, Blue's a divorce Turn album, Blue eh? I know, I know, and it's yeah. it's incredibly deep. I've been listening to it a lot lately, so I, I have a lot 
Uh, I've generally a lot of thoughts about the Black Keys, considering they're my favorite. I love that album. That's a cruising um, album, man. Yes, Ten Lovers. Ten Lovers is one of those songs that just like is that's a driving song for sure. Um, but no, I everything he does from the first album to the most recent one, even their new single that they put out with uh, with Beck, like it's everything's different. He he doesn't do the same thing twice. You know what I mean? And and I love that about that group, but especially Dan Arbuck. Like, even his solo stuff. Like, as simple as uh, Never In My Wildest Dreams. As simple as that song is on guitar. There's something about yeah, it that pretty. is... It is. It is. That's the perfect description for that song. It is pretty. It's a, it's a pretty song. Yeah. Um, but no, everything... It's... it's I, I don't know. I, I think he's widely underrated because they've only been around for 20 years, but like when it comes to skill and the way that he uses the the guitar i i think he should be very much more highly regarded mm. stevie ray vaughn push <clears throat> okay if everybody okay. else thinks about stevie ray vaughn that i think about the way that i think about stevie ray vaughn then i would say push okay <laughs> elaborate <laughs> How do you think of Steve Ray I think he's I think he's incredible. Yeah. Like he's one of those guitar players where I just like laid on the couch on YouTube just like watching him play like Texas Flood or something like that. Okay. All right. I agree with you 100%. Blues music is it's all about the guitar, right? So the he for me, I mean he idolized Jimi Hendrix. And for me, his version of Little Wing is better. There's a little Stevie Ray Vaughan flair yeah. on it. I like it. Yeah, I like it better. <clears throat> He's got another one that he does that I like better too. What? Which one? I can't think of it right now. Maybe it is Little Wing actually. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I think he's phenomenal and gone too soon. That's for sure. This one's going to be interesting though, DK. This one is going to be definitely interesting. Prince. I don't really. I think uh, Prince is a. I don't think of him as a guitar player. Okay. I have to send you some clips then. <laughs> yeah, but no. But I just think about his his music and. Yeah, I should I should look into that a bit more. <clears throat> there's a there's a, a performance of "As My Guitar Gently Weeps" that he did with Tom Petty and a bunch of other artists. And my God, dude, <laughs> I think the caption is like, this is when Prince forgot he was human. Mm. Um, but I'll definitely, I'll get, I'll get that your way. Cause it's pretty incredible. Um, next one is uh, going to be another interesting one. Cause I'm not sure how I know if I know how you feel about the band, John Frusciante of the chili pepper. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's all right. Uh, I'm a push. <laughs> like I listen, okay. to, yeah. <laughs> I, he wouldn't fall in like my list of like guitar players that I would like idolize. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's totally fair. I'm, I, and but maybe it's just like maybe it's just like <laughs> Chili Peppers is maybe more punk than some of the stuff I generally listen to. Totally fair. I. <laughs> Good. Like I, I, 
Yeah. Never studied his music. Really. <clears throat> I generally, I, I like the Chili Peppers a lot, but like, he's a guy who like his soul. I've listened to a lot of his solo stuff too, and it is nonsensical. So for that reason and that reason alone, just liking the Chili Peppers, but not liking anything that he's done outside of the group, I'll give it a, give him a push too. Yeah. Jerry Cantrell of Alice in Chains. Push. I don't have a strong opinion. You know. Alright, fair enough. I like Alice in Chains. I like a lot of their stuff. But That's fair. I'm gonna go underrated with him. I think that uh some of those Alice in Chains riffs are I I think it's just because of the era of music are not looked at as highly as they should be, but with that being said, um, moving forward, Lindsey Buckingham. What's that from? That's uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know why I all of a sudden I didn't, I didn't know his name. Um, probably underrated. Like Fleetwood Mac, man, has some tunes that are hard yeah. that are hard to oh, play. Yeah. Like, there's that one song, man. Let me just think of it. Oh, man, I gotta Google it here. <laughs> we definitely need a Jamie on our show. <laughs> I think it's, uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's never going back again. Yeah, this. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That's just cocaine. That's cocaine right there. There's like three different things happening. It's like three different picking patterns. Patterns, and they're like independent. And like his hands like stretched. Like I know. Incredible. Really incredible acoustic. Stuff. All right. Um, I agree. Underrated, completely and utterly. Okay, we're down to the final three. Yeah. Let's do it. Slash push i think slash is like a unit like i think he's he's a crazy guitar like yeah he's a really good guitar player man like and, and like when he plays on stage he's not doing like all the shit that he can do yeah no absolutely i, I like I, when he just goes off and just sits there and just he, goes back and forth like he's incredible they're not many guitarists. Yeah. If you look at it, like like we talked a little bit earlier about Carlos Santana, not a lot of guitarists can just go off on their own, hire some singers, and go on tour without you know them the they yeah. themselves being the front man of the band. So like that's that's where I'll hold Slash too. I think he's uh, he's one of the greatest, but I think everyone knows he's one of the greatest. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, and but Guns N' Roses has always been about Axl Rose. Right, right. But I think that without Slash, that band... Like, he doesn't have a choice. <laughs> sure, definitely. But you're right. Without without Slash, though, I don't think that band does. Because, I mean, like, you can you can hire another Duff McKagan or another Matt yes. Soren on drums. But, like, I think without Slash, yeah. that's a different band. Um, John Fogarty. I think he's overrated. Oh, shit. Oh, no way. 
All right, go on. Go I, on. Man, I, I love CCR. I love CCR. I don't know. I have mixed emotions. I have mixed emotions. Because, like, he did take, like, all the rights okay. to the music. Sure. But he did write it all. So, like, at what point is that not fair? <laughs> you know? He also, like, let's not forget that he also got sued by the remaining members of the band for sounding too much like CCR on his solo stuff. What At what point does it just become petty? Yeah. I think he fucked over a few people he probably shouldn't have, though. And, like, everybody's opinion is kind of screwed, uh, you know, but... Uh... He's got a different way about, like, he's got his own unique sound, though, too, right? Like, not a lot of guys do. You know, like, like that Green right. River. I just think it's hilarious that they, like, pride themselves on being, like, Bayou Block. Well, uh, Bayou, Bayou, like, like a rock and roll Bayou blues band, and they're from, like, California. Yep. Yeah, they're, like, surfer California. Van Nuys, California. Like, unbelievable. Yeah. There's not even bayous in California. I did see. Uh, I did see the other day on the news. There was a car-sized tumbleweed roll through the highway in California. Car-sized tumbleweed. Uh, that's aggressive. Like a Kia Soul or like an F two fifty. I think more like a Kia Soul. Like still though, mm. that's an aggressive tumbleweed. Dude, I wouldn't want to be fucking. Imagine that thing would hurt if that thing ran over you, right? Like, it's getting like smushed by like a light bale, you know. All right, our number one guitarist. That this we're is what talk it feels about. like to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> that could be the title too. <laughs> Jack White. I would say overrated until I watched. Um, it might get loud. And like he talked about his playing style and all that kind of stiff stuff and like I think his dedication to music is really paramount. You know? Push. Maybe 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 slightly mm -hmm. underrated. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say Oh, underrated. Okay. I, I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to go push, leaning towards overrated. Um, much like you had to say about John Fogarty, I think that Jack White's a piece of shit. Um, seeing footage of him backstage after the last tour of the White Stripes where he just treated that poor woman like shit. Oh, I don't know. Um, as well as, oh, yeah, there's some there's some footage where he's just screaming at her. Um and on top of that, like, he criticizes the Foo Fighters for having three guitarists, um, saying that, they, you know, it's unoriginal and whatever. And, like, look, I'm not the world's biggest Foo Fighters fan, but, like, I think that who gives a fuck? If it's not in your – it's not even in the same genre of your rock. Like, why do you care Oh, so no, much? we have another guy that wants to be in the band, and he's good enough to let him in. Yeah, like just because you got away with your career of being two people for the night for ninety percent of it, like don't criticize anybody else. Um, I really love the White Stripes. I was I was lucky enough to see the final tour. 
of the White Stripes, so like I'll always have that memory. Um, and they were incredible. But the Rock and Tours are inconsistent. Like their first album was great, second album was great. Everything they've put out has been mishmash. After that, his solo stuff is okay, and like he does some incredible things with guitars. But when I hear that Jack White and Alicia Keys are going to be doing a James Bond song, I hold that shit to a high regard. And those two fucking blew it. And I'll never forget. They did blow it. Yeah, right? that was that song sucked. Yeah. That song sucked. Man, you're bringing up some valid points here. <laughs> I, I figured if it was the last one, that's where I was really going to go ham on it. I love, listen, I love a lot of Jack White music, but that solo stuff. They think just he's overrated. Like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to, yeah. I think I'm just going to say overrated. Yeah. I, you know, probably. I, I think probably. Wow. Well, and that, all that that's being why, said, that's why I always thought that that It Might Get Loud documentary was always kind of, because I think The Edge is overrated yes. too. I, I 100% agree. What is he like? He's ninety percent pedals. And and what riff do you remember of his? You know what I mean. Like that's the difference between yeah, Jack White one. and like and, the annoying ones. Yeah. But like, <laughs> when it comes to like, even I could probably like do like five Led Zeppelin riffs right now. My thing too, like you look at that documentary and it's Jack White, who as much as I think he's overrated, certain like he wrote one of the most notorious guitar riffs of all time in Seven Nation Army. Amongst other great ones. Jimmy Page, who was in Led fucking Zeppelin. And then you got the edge? Like where did these two where did these three meet? Like where where at what point were they like, this guy's on our level? You know, there's not a lot of songs <coughs> if you think about in your lifetime that you remember like when they came out. Maybe it's maybe like a handful, right? You know, but there's a few songs where you're like, man, I remember where I was when I heard this song. You know, and Unfortunately, like fortunately, but also unfortunately, Seven Nation Army was one of them, right? Unfortunately, Hey There Delilah was also another one of them. And with Hey There Delilah, it wasn't where I was when I realized that I first heard that song. It was where I was when I realized how much I hated it. <laughs> because every time I turned around, it was like, "What's up in New York City? Fucking rent is high, you bitch." That is what it was. <laughs> hate that song shoot me <laughs> okay i love it though so that because uh, that reaches the end of our over under segment for uh this month um we'll we'll throw a few more in i'm sure as months go on but uh, what did you think so far did you like that one yeah it was good all right yeah it was right. good there were some guitars that uh i would have hoped would have been on the list Okay, so like that's what I was gonna say next is who do you think missed the, my my list? Derek Trucks. Okay, who Dwayne is he? Dwayne Almond. Derek Trucks. Is Derek uh, Dwayne Trucks. Almond was. Yeah. Um, he was on the long list. Yeah. All right. Well, I definitely. N- Apologize. <laughs> List two. So many were missed. <laughs> I apologize. This is just <laughs> uncountable. Uncountable. Well, I was trying to make a list based on two hundred and fifty, and I figured I'd stick with guys. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you because I knew, like, if we would have done two fifty, this would be like, like an eight hour segment. 
Like we would be like our Christmas show. We can't upload it all at once. We have to cut in like three pieces. <laughs> Fuck! You know how pissed off I was when I got there. I was like, man, I busted my ass to get that thing edited, and then I had to do it the hard way because my computer is just shitty enough to run fucking Acast or whatever it was. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Man, that's like, right. Yeah. No. So that was the other thing. Before we get into headlines, we gotta tell that story because. Fuck, did we? Uh, did I ever blame myself for the longest time thinking my internet was just the tits? To be fair, your internet probably was the tits. Yeah. Like, your internet has was. been the tits. Yes. But, no. Turns out my computer's like, I don't know, like 0. 0.2 gigs shy of the minimum. And it's like, are you serious? To do the stream yard. To do the stream yard. Yeah. That's lame. I need like I have like four well, three point eight gigs of RAM or something. It's like four gigs of RAM, but like two is unusable because it needs it for the hard drive or whatever. We'll get there. This is this is the way we've done the show for the longest time, so at least we know what we're doing. With all that being said, DK, I could get <laughs> he's shopping for a computer as we speak. <laughs> Look, see if there's any deals. Hey, I got mine for just over. Uh, just over four, I think. And it was, and it's been great. My new laptop, honestly, like the internet issues aside that I've had ever since I got cable internet and switched to the higher like speeds, I've been fine. Everything's been aces for, for quite a while now, which is such a load off my mind. But did you buy your um, laptop on Amazon? <laughs> I did. Zero in two days. It was great. It was, and it was funny because I remember that night I fell asleep thinking, okay, I'll wait till after Christmas. And then I woke up at two 30 in the morning. And as I was walking to my bedroom, I just ordered it and put it down. And I just didn't think about it. I'm like, no, fuck it. Just have to do just it. Just went back to sleep. Yep. <laughs> all right, DK. Yeah. <laughs> DK. With all that being said, it is time for the first Set of headlines for 2024. Are you ready, sir? Sure. Number 10. Another 10,000 chicks reported missing from Ontario Chicken Farm. That's quite a few. That what the best the best part about that headline is it says another 10,000. Yeah, like that suggests there's 20,000 there 10, chicks before. Running around. <laughs> Unaccounted for. Also, like, how many is that in volume, do you think? Like, was that like a garbage bag full? Or is that like, or is that like a semi load? You know, if you think about it, I have no idea what kind of volume we're talking about with 10,000 chicks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's probably a few garbage bags at least. Yeah, <laughs> like how many garbage, how many chicks can you fit in a garbage bag? I should Google that. <laughs> that could be the episode title too. <laughs> All right, number nine. Too much mayonnaise. Subway worker shot after sandwich argument. That's aggressive, man. Now, I could see, like, if you wanted Italian herb and cheese and you got honey oat. But too much mayonnaise is never a bad thing. <laughs> okay, this is the point where I'm going to tell you to watch the... Uh the or go to the uh, headline I sent you earlier today. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Italians turn uh, turn out in the thousands for oh, no. Battle of the Oranges Festival. Now I watched I watched the video for this dude. This, this looks is, like a riot. Like a riot broke out in Italy. There's this I got that. Are you watching the video right now? Ad. Ah! Orange, you glad you're not here? <laughs> That's what it said. There's just people what? whipping oranges at each other. Yes, by the thousand. Like this guy's not even aiming; he's just throwing as much as he can. <laughs> he symbolizes the revolt. one guy at the end who throws his arms up. <laughs> it looks like a fucking riot broke Dude. out. Then, meanwhile, it's a festival. This is like the purge. This is exactly <laughs> the, pulp. the pulp. It's this is not the, pulp. the purge. It's the pulp. <laughs> Apparently, I'm still playing the news. <laughs> oh, it got dark there for that a was, second. That'll fucking trip you out, man. Some shit started going on about talking about South Korea. And I'm like, what? I've been hacked. I've been hacked. Oh. Oh, fuck <laughs> my, my chest. <laughs> Nude man nabbed by police officer. After cannonball plunge into giant aquarium at Bass Pro Fishing Shop in Alabama. That guy was on MDMA. <laughs> that guy was definitely on MDMA. <laughs> Number six. Exploding toilet at Dunkin' Donuts store in Florida left customer filthy and injured, lawsuit claims. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Next. <laughs> You'd think that would be like a Taco Bell story. I was going to say Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the, the whole connection there. Britain's oldest male stripper shares weirdest jobs. Arby's? <laughs> There'd be, that haven't happened in Arby's. It's a hot sandwich <laughs> shop. What else... What else? No one's robbing the cash register. There's no money in there. <laughs> That's the only crime that could be reported in an Arby's. Exploding toilet. My heart. <laughs> <laughs> Britain's oldest male stripper shares weirdest jobs, including a 250-person funeral. You got hired to strip at a funeral? Yeah, with 250 people there. That's quite a few. I can't imagine they were all on board for that. No. <laughs> I can't Im Like, there was one person in there that was like, this is extraordinarily offensive. You know? <laughs> at least like, one person. So, How do you... Someone's at Do you, like, do a committee? Was that in the will? Was that a request? That had to have been in the will. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just, hey, everybody, check out these floppy tits. You know, this is my fuck you to everybody. So you just hire an old ass stripper. It was a male stripper too. Oh, look at these, look at balls, these balls that yeah, are just... hitting his ankles. My final will and testament. I want you to look at this guy's dick. 
like someone's at their Nana's funeral. Like someone is there sitting there going like, what's going on? I hope it was Nana. I hope it was Nana's funeral. Her, that or the grandpa was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, the rave's a joke, man. Fucking the UK, their sense of humor is different, man. <coughs> okay. Okay, I have to get through this. <laughs> Woman has hamster stuff to look like pole dancer. Gross. That's gross. Number That's anthropomorphism. Number f- number three. Truck carrying $72,000 worth of condoms stolen. This is kind of the same as the chick thing. No? Like, how, what, how, what, how many, in volume, how big of a truck do you need to haul 72,000 condoms? Because I feel like I can just put that in the back of my Jeep. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. Like you're spending fifteen bucks. How many condoms? Your... How many condoms can you fit in like a garbage bag? Like what's a garbage bag full? <laughs> it's more than chicks. Safe sex for life. <laughs> okay, number two. Dubliners are advised to be on lookout for drunk pigeons. You somebody... didn't. You didn't get to Dublin, did you? No. Okay. Isn't everybody drunk in I was Dublin? Say. <laughs> Why? Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number one. Florida man busted creeping through backyards with underwear around his neck. He claims it's just exercise. That guy's free base and cocaine. It's <laughs> fair. That's fair. With all that being said, DK, I'm I'm very happy that we got to do this tonight and sit down and bring in, uh, you know, 2024 the right way. How are you feeling? <sighs> We're 16 days into it, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of days left. You know, how many days are At this point, we there? have to take <laughs> it now. <laughs> no, That's man, I'm, doing, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did it again. All right, with all that being said, we did it again, like you said. Love, peace, chicken grease. Cheers, cold beers. You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter, at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter, at Rylan Wallop, and Kyle on Twitter, at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.